Bros, and welcome to Weird Wide, the show bringing you all the weird, all the time. I'm your host, J.D. Ross, and I've got a special treat for you here. We haven't had him on, on the show for way too long. Please welcome my best friend, the Ghost. Ghost, welcome back. Dude, first I want to say is I'm so sorry for taking so long to hop on. Your life, health shit happens man <laughs> I, I get it dude i'm just really happy to have you here it's been way too back. long been way too long so okay so ghost you know me man like i am always do I'm i know just, you like, pouring oh, yeah. through weird news shit trying to find the weirdest shit to bring on to this show yeah I, I, and apparently there's this weird new trend going on i wanted to get your opinion on it before we got into the show today so okay there's a new issue. I guess it's an issue. It came up as like a, a new disturbing trend. You know how those go, like when when the youths of America are, are doing something shifty. Okay. Well, apparently there's a thing called coin boys. Coin boys? Coin boys. Okay. Now, apparently, I haven't either. I haven't either. I, 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 luckily, I'm I'm not I'm not like in, in you know elementary school anymore. But apparently, sure. elementary school is like the the age for this. But like, basically. It'll be like groups of boys, right? And they'll get together and they all have a quarter, right? They always have always have a quarter. And they literally will just sit around like obsessively flipping it up and down. <laughs> like a fucking greaser in the 50s. Literally. I was about to say, this sounds like a 50s jock. Yeah, legitimately. Like, like, you know, the greaser, the leather jacket, they're riding the, you know, the old, the old Biff. fucking, uh, 50, yeah, Biff. It's Biff. Fucking it's, Biff. Imagine what Biff does when he's just hanging out, you know, just flipping that coin up and down. But, like, that's the whole thing is they take it super seriously. Like, I to the it. point where, like, they're in, like, they're, you know, like, when, when you first start school, you got to do the whole, like, my name is JD. Yeah. I like aliens. <laughs> hey. These kids are doing that in their intros. Like, it's like, I'm a coin boy. And, like, the teacher's like, what the fuck is a coin boy? Is this an actual, like, legitimate thing you can be now? Apparently, you can be a coin boy, but you got to, like, but to be a coin boy, truly a coin boy, and you know how I feel about going, you know, yeah. half-assed or not, You, if you're going to be a real coin boy, you have to, quote, live by the coin and die by the coin. You know what this screams? Mm. This is legitimately equal to saying I want to be a Pokemon master. You know what? Honestly, at least with the Pokemon Master, like, and at least with it, that, it's better. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there was more to do. I mean, I feel yes. like how how long are you going to flip a coin? I flip coins. I, I I wouldn't consider myself a coin boy, but I've flipped Literally. coins. I you know I I've been known to flip a coin. I'm In not situations, good yes, yeah, but like with with Pokemon. I mean, like there was like when we when we were coming up, there was 150 to catch. There's like a thousand now. Oh, I'm talking about the Pokemon Go shit where people were like, "I'm gonna be the Pokemon Master." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're, oh, you're talking about Pokemon Go." You know what? Yes, yeah, yeah, Pokemon yeah, yeah. I should have been specific. Pokemon Go got people out walking. Good for that. Yes, it did. Got to enjoy. People that. got active. People got active. So yeah, got active so, for uh, Pokemon, but nothing else. You know what? Wow. Honestly, it makes me think that if Pokemon were like a real thing, like yeah. kids would actually go out and try to hunt them for real and get and become Pokemon <laughs> they would, masters. Dude. I like, would. you know, all the all the adults are talking about like, you know, it's all these video games and all that. Well, where's the fucking Pokemon? Here it is. I fucking <laughs> love it. I all right. So it. Today, we brought the ghost back because the ghost always comes on these episodes with me. Uh, so we're not talking about coin boys. We're not talking about Pokemon. Today, we are getting into another unhinged movie. Unhinged. Bow, bow, bow. Bow. Ghost, tell them what we're talking about today. Well, friends, we are talking about probably, arguably, 
in my top five favorite comedies of all time. Hmm. Um, this is a, my childhood favorite. It was a go-to, one of my favorite directors, one of my favorite comedians acting. It was overall, all yeah. of it was just spectacular. Today, we're talking about Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire! I fucking love this movie, dude. I do, too. I do. But like, there, there's something, like, if you want, okay, watching it as, like, a 10-year-old, you know, yes. if, you're, if you're a 10 year old coin boy, you're just, you know, sitting around, you're flipping that <laughs> coin up and down, right? Flipping that coin. You're watching, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. Like, clearly, this is the, this is a good guy. I mean, like, yeah, but like, oh, yeah. As you watch it as an adult, I can't help but notice it's one of the creepiest fucking movies I've ever seen. I, it, I would just call it creepy because I'm more like this is this man. This man really loves his kids. This motherfucker will go to fucking ends to whatever ends he needs to be at to be with his children. I'm gonna fuck be with dressing your mind. like a seventy I'm gonna, year old. I'm woman. gonna fuck with your. I'm gonna fuck with your head right now though. Do it. Do okay. it. Lori Daybell, whatever the the mom that's like currently in the news for having murdered her uh, children. Oh God, she did it religiously. Because she thought it was like out of love because she's a crazy cult leader. So where are you going with this? Well, what I'm saying is just because you do it for love doesn't necessarily make it the right decision. I mean, that's literally even the and they say it in the movie. He's like, you just fooled a lot of people and believing you are a 65 year old woman. <laughs> I did like that part where the judge at the end, he's like, he's like, well, like you know, you know, seems like a very talented actor. And it's like, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's fuck. all great and dandy. But so one time as an actor, you don't want to get that compliment, though, because it's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. I was being real. I was being real. <laughs> the only time. But, but all in all, and it, we should we explain why this even made it on the unhinged? Is, is, do you want to do you want to elaborate we'll, we'll, on on we'll the aspect? We'll get to it. We'll that? get to it because I think as we go through this, we're gonna like we're gonna break it down a little bit, and I think we're gonna find it's quite fucking unhinged. So let's just jump right in. Let's talk about the main character here. So do let's it. talk about Daniel Hillard. What mental illness does this dude have? Because I was looking it up and I could not find it. I wouldn't say he has a mental illness. I just think he has charisma overload. Dude. Well, he's, he's got, yeah, he's got he's charisma just, overload for sure. Yeah. But like he's like from the very beginning of the movie. I mean, he's literally talking about like, you know, like the, the, the cartoon shouldn't be smoking. So, you know, I'm going to fucking quit this job, like quitting jobs out of principle, doing things that he believes are right, no matter what, like there, there is gotta be some kind of mental illness here. I mean, like I'm wondering some extreme form of ADHD potentially or maybe it's just i don't give a fuck <laughs> it's got, i mean some level the, I of i don't a give a fuck like i mean like maybe okay so like maybe even like somewhere on the autistic spectrum of just not right. giving a fuck not sure. even necessarily you know we'll get to it because i can't even say that he doesn't really he doesn't recognize it so this there dude you go. Right out of the gate he's a he's a, gr a great actor he's doing all this fun shit uh for the what was it the the pudgy the he does voice acting he does voices. i do voices he does voices that'll come up in a bit now okay so i saw i want to know what he's got first of all because like he's out of his mind so but but he loves his kids you gotta love that he, he loves he's genuinely does and look and, and he, he makes you believe it i yeah. believe that he loves his children I believe it too. And actually, fun fact about that, because I was looking up like Mrs. Doubtfire mental illness because I was trying to figure out what the, like if the internet had figured out what the fuck he had. And I think it's the eldest daughter, Liddy. Uh, the actress that played her actually went through a lot of mental illness stuff on the set. And Robin Williams himself actually helped her through a lot of it. 
That's amazing. So I didn't know when that. you when you say you believe that he loved the kids, like I think that was genuine. Like I think he actually. I, I was, believe like, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I've always felt that any movie he does with kids, like you feel that he's fantastic. But Patch he's, Adams is a big one. Patch Adams. Uh, what was the other Jack? Remember Jack? Jack. He played a a, a man that's just aging rapidly. But but I he's believed it. Seven. And I believed it. I, and believed I think it. that's because of Robin Motherfucking Williams, dude. A hundred percent. Like rest in peace. We lost rest a great, please, we, man. lost a great man that day. Absolutely. Now that love. Okay, while it is outstanding, that is nice. It's great to see, especially because, like, you know, sometimes like the father like is portrayed in a lot more negative of a light of like, you know, eh, kid, sure. But he's actually he loves his kids to the point where he's like, all right, I'm gonna give my son the best fucking birthday party that he's ever had oh yeah we're throwing down what is he like 14 13 he's turning like it's just just a teenager it was one of those it was definitely one of those ages one of those like ages where it's like yeah it's time for a party and this scene has one of the best rap songs ever are you really gonna say that jump around is one of the best rap songs i'm sorry it's classic one two are we really derailing right here for this we are because i was gonna break it down for you it's because I believe it's classic. I think it's not the greatest rap song, but hey, they mentioned Terminator in it, so they I'm mentioned already Terminator in. briefly, yes. But like, okay, like you know what really uh, what I really hate about it is the beat. Man, I fucking hate that shit. Jump around, <laughs> jump around. Now, no, we are not going to sit here. Like, I, you know, what? here's the thing. I am going to see Snoop Dogg as I'm recording this. I'm going to see Snoop Dogg tomorrow. So if you follow me yes, on Insta are. at Dudeus Weirdo, you you'll probably bitch, see some of those pictures before this episode comes out. I'm going to see Snoop Dogg. So I feel like I'm a little bit more of an expert on rap you than you. Fuck. <laughs> you are, not you are seeing one of the greatest rappers ever. So yeah, we we are also not about to be two of the whitest motherfuckers on the planet out here about to say that uh, fucking House of Pain, this white ass motherfucker, is one of the greatest <laughs> rappers of all time. I'm not saying that's like coming out here and saying Snow is one of the greatest rap. Remember Snow? You and leave Snow. Why are we doing everything early '90s right now? It's you know what? It's the vibe. This movie is 93. It's the vibe. It's, it's the, the vibe. And I'm up. I love it. Anyway, anyway. So back to the party. The party looks fun. Again, as a child, this is like you're watching this party. You're like, throw down. Like, that's the cool dad right there. Literally. There's a donkey yeah. in that motherfucker. There's a so, yes. donkey. There's like barnyard animals out there. The cops are getting called because there's a fucking farm outside. Literally. <laughs> this man ordered a farm. Okay. Like, as an adult, I'm watching this. I'm like, this man, a f- it's it's literally two different things. Like, like the ten year old, this man ordered a farm. Literally, cool. now it's like this man ordered a ordered farm. A farm. But like, did you notice too? There weren't any other parents around. Oh God! Not a single fucking one. There was, yeah, hold up, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Chew on that for a sec. What is Daniel doing with a bunch of 10, 12, 14-year-olds just jumping around? Jumping around. <laughs> jumping around. around. I, like, like, honestly, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Foot Clan from Ninja Turtles, except just in a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it feels oh, like after he lets them have a little bit of fun, he's going to recruit great. them into his cult and have them out doing shit. That's the vibe. I love it. 
Now, also, he has played a serial killer before. So, like, this also just like he, it's like, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's, it's already unhinged. Like, what Robin, father Robin does is, this? Robin is great at what he does. But the thing is, you don't feel unhinged throughout this. It's, it is now as an adult when you look at it. But he, in the movie, it's a feel good party. He's giving his son a party. He's turning 13. He's got a whole farm, as weird as it is, mm-hmm. eating the begonias, all of it. It's just happening. Hey, my begonias. Hey, my begonias. But, but like, as also as a married man, I can see why the wife gets home and is fucking pissed. Uh, yeah. He's supposed to come off like the. The dad that just gives everything. The dad that the dude yeah. that quits his job just because I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm not promoting smoking. Like I hate smoking too, but it's a paycheck. That that is the level where I'm like, it's a paycheck. If he, if they said to do some kitty shit, then I'd be like, okay, I'm not doing that. Well, it's literally one of those things where it's like, you know, literally they're gonna do it no matter what. So like, get your money. You literally. did all this weird singing and shit. Get your fucking money. Literally. Now, okay. Obviously, like, it's like one of those things where it's like they haven't, you know, they, they've had f- issues for years. You know, this is like, this is this the fucking tip of the iceberg here. This is just the, you know, the final straw. She kicks his ass the fuck out, which, again, I don't necessarily blame her. I can't either. As an adult now, I'm like, I, yeah. if I got home, my wife would be like, what the fuck is a donkey doing in my living room? Why is there a pissed. donkey in my fucking living room? Like, and he's also talking about that horse had a lot of water. Like, <laughs> so it's like that thing could be pissing at any moment. You don't have a diaper on it. Like, fucking who's going to clean up donkey piss? And that's a bucket. That's a bucket. That ain't just a little pee. No, that is not a spritz. That's a lot of piss. <laughs> that is a lot of piss. Like so. That. He immediately goes to his brother. Now, wh- I did enjoy this. Like, like looking back, like, like it's a little progressive for 1993. Like, right. This is, and I believe, because you got the gay couple. This is brother and uh, the the partner. And I believe this is actually due to Robin Williams being an ally in real life. I love that. And I don't know if is it Henry Fernstein, uh, Firestein. Yeah, Firestein. Firestein. Yeah, I think something the guy, like that. The guy from Independence Day. Yes. Why did I just send my mind to Atlanta? <laughs> that, that guy. It's oh, that guy. Crap. Oh crap. That guy. <laughs> I is he is he is he homosexual in real life? Homosexual? Is he, is he homosexual? Is he homosexual? Yes, he is. Okay, because he pulls it off really well. And I'm That's like, because it, yeah, he is. Like I believe I okay, I'm pretty sure there was like a Nathan Lane situation. Like they went on one of the talk shows and like someone and one of the hosts was coming at like Nathan Lane or something and like Robin came in and defended him. So like pretty yeah. sure he was like a, a true like early ally before that's, it was cool to be an ally. It, so that's he pretty was. fucking awesome. It is. It is awesome. I I love Robin for that even more. I do. Exactly. Exactly. So I do love that. Now okay, so like skipping on to the the court hearing cuz like honestly like I feel like it was they called him Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack at one point. Aunt I, Jack, I love I that. Do, I did like the Aunt Jack. That's funny as shit. It is. Um, but I love that. Like, okay, so like, I don't. I, I, I'm, and we'll get to this a little bit more later. Like, what do you think though? Like, did did they? Because they ultimately become like kind of accomplices here. They help him out with the disguise. Do they know why he's doing it, or did they just not ask questions? I don't think they ever brought it up in the film. But I, I want to say that. Yeah, it's like, I mean, imagine if I came up to you and you were this graphic designer that knows yeah. how to make faces. I'm like, hey, Jay, I need a face. You would, I, I genuinely first asked me why, what would you need it for? I don't know. I feel like I'd maybe ask you while I'm making it. Like, I'd be like, one of those is, yeah, let's make you a fucking woman face. Like, sure. But then, like, it'd be like, why are we doing this? Like, and, and if I, I told you I, I want to dress up as a 65 year old woman so I can be the babysitter of my children and watch them for four hours a day, how do you feel about that? 
I'm literally calling the cops. <laughs> no, you're not, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. We're friends. You're we're in. We're you, friends. You we're that is said. Well, I'm too stand, but I'm not going down with you because at that point, like, if I if that, I'm not don't telling anybody. But dude, if you flip, t- dude, what if you flip? Told his, the brother and the brother-in-law, he probably was like, "Yeah, I won't say anything. You, you guys won't even be mentioned." We can speculate, but we don't know. <laughs> we can speculate, but we don't know. Now, obviously, the you know the court court thing comes up. Yeah, you know, she's a like it, it's again like it's, it's a very progressive movie. I do love love that about I this. Love it. Like she's a '90s power chick. She's out here running shit. So like obviously she wins the court case, and honestly. His lawyer seemed kind of worthless. He was worthless in he every didn't do aspect. Shit. I'd be like, bitch, if you think you, I'm going to shake, get the get the fucking hand out of my face while I smack the taste out your mouth. The other That's side of that, what I would say to him. The other side of that, though, is like, like, what did he have to offer? Like, there, like, there's a certain point where it's like, okay, you got to be able to work with me, man. Like, if I murder a bunch of people and I film the whole thing, and you, and it's like me, yeah, I'm murdering people. There's not a lot to work with for a lawyer, right. even the best lawyer, literally. And he's not gonna be able to even afford the best lawyer in San Francisco because he's the fuck. He's like between jobs. You got fucking Miranda out here kicking ass. So of course she's gonna get a better right. lawyer. She wins. This is like okay. This is one of those like stay in school moments, kids. Like okay, like and I know it's fucked up for me to say this because I'm a dreamer and I'm still <laughs> I'm literally doing this show right fucking now. But like yes. go to school and make more money. <laughs> There's no money in this. There's no money in this unless unless anybody wants to uh, cash at me at Dudas Weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, do it. That's right. That's right. I'm good at plugs. All right. So then he's in this situation where he's like, it's like the stereotypical, you know, the like divorced dad. You know what I mean? He's got the whole, and this is where he, I think he starts to kind of go down the hill a little bit. But I, I'm not even sure if it was like right here, but like his court liaison, like this poor lady. I do voices. He that literally, lady. in a professional social worker's office, did that is- the I do voices thing. He did. How many voices and did he even do? I I want to say eight or nine. It was a lot. It was like it was, it was like where if it's like if you were there, it would be a lot. Lotion up, sweetheart. <laughs> I like the Reagan. <laughs> I like the Reagan when he did Nancy and I are still looking for the other half of my head. <laughs> <laughs> He's great at it. I think Robin kills that. But why do he that does. at a social? That's what I like, mean. What is what was that like a social? Not social it was a social worker, social worker, yeah, social worker. So, well, he yeah. was, yeah. It's like, why, why? But she well, asked, like, What do you do? She did, but like, like, it's still, first of all, it's a lot. Like, like, okay, you've been like, you and I have been that person where we're doing like a like a voice or a quote, and like, and we take it to a point where it's like a little just too far, of course, especially so in front like, of our wives, 100%. They're over it, 100%. they are so over it. Oh, they're in uh, forever. It's ridiculous. They're that's so it. they're so done. But like, I feel like that's where he was with the eight or nine different voices because it was a lot. Oh yeah, it was a lot. But again, you could have just been like, you know, I do a voice acting. Now, vo- he could have just been this voice man. Actor. Like he could have, yeah, literally, I'm a voice. I actor. am a voice like, actor. Like you did I not did. have to be that. Act- it's told you over exaggerated charisma. Yes, yes, <laughs> a lot of charisma. But he, but it's funny. The charisma did not work for her. She's literally just sitting there. Mister Hiller, do you find yourself amusing? I did. There was a there was time. Once, there was a time <laughs> where I thought I was funny, but today, ma'am, you've changed my mind. <laughs> I love. I it. fucking love it. All right, Great. now moving along in the story. Now, this, okay, now 
Pierce Brosnan. I like Pierce Brosnan. The the guy that Pierce. loved Pierce. He was the actually dick. like he was he was my James Bond. He's the Bond that I grew James up on. Bond too. Yeah, yes. Golden Eye. Golden, Golden I love that eye. shit. Golden Eye. So Tina good. Turner, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. I really peace. thought as I was rewatching this as an adult that I would actually like this guy more. He's oh, more no. speed. He's successful. He's good looking. But like he was also no. super aggressive when he first like he was meeting with her. Did you notice that? He he was not just he was aggressive the moment he met Miss Doubtfire. He's like, Your accent's muddled. Where the fuck are you from? Bitch, where are you none from? of your fucking business where I'm from. Which it is funny that he totally got into the character and knowing the character, like 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 a, an old lady like that is a little untouchable in certain situations, especially yes. if like you're still kind of the new guy. Yes, and she's yes, like so it's I, like yes. he totally worked that angle, which I enjoyed that. But like I did. he literally he's talking about how he's like been following her career for for years and like is it a coincidence? Like the moment she's getting divorced, this motherfucker just swoops right in. He's been waiting, dude. He's been waiting and waiting patiently. She even mentions that we've had dinner a couple times. Yeah. Like, what was his name in the story? Stu. 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 We've only Stuart Dunmire. Stuart Dunmire. I'm fucking. Honestly, I, it sounds like a douchebag name. He sounds like Stuart a piece of shit. Like. Dunmire. Like after watching this again, I like before I used to be like, oh, the pepper was too much. He said he's allergic to pepper. Now I'm like, that's not enough pepper. No, this choke guy. that motherfucker. <laughs> no, he, he's the guy that works at the HR department, Miss Mr. Stu Dunheimer. You gotta go see Mr. Dunheimer tonight. Dunheimer. Dunheimer. <laughs> Fucking All right. hate it. So Next part is like when it really starts to go off the rails and like you can kind of see like at least the way they framed it in the movie that it yes. was like this idea of like the whole thing just popped into his head. It's just like yep. in, in a moment he came up with this crazy scheme, changed the phone number when she wasn't looking because she's going to put me. an ad in for a nanny. And then he starts doing all the fake phone calls. Oh, my God. That is amazing. again. That's I love that again. It's some premeditated shit. He is just prepping phone calls that, hey, no one's going to call. You have to understand he put a fake right. phone number. So he's yeah. just acting like other people be like, hey, let me at least act like she'll never realize. That this is a calls. serial killer plot, dude. Especially with the, hey, Leela, get back in your cell. Don't make me Don't get make me with the hose. Hello. Fucking- <laughs> Hello. It's like, sir. Either you're an incredible actor or holy shit. And then there, what was the one that said, oh, I don't work with the boys because I used to be one. Be one. <laughs> be one. Be one. Oh, but again, God. like it's just showing this like level of like this dude literally just starts calling his ex-wife, which I'm actually a little bit like, okay, there's this kind of alludes to some other problems. I'm going to put I'm going to give her some shit here. Okay. How did she not notice that, that was him? I don't know the eyes, man. The eyes, but in the moment you somebody walks in, no, no, no. Like I mean, the, I mean the voices, not even, not even the when voices. He, no, I, not even I, when he shows up you? yet. I'm talking about the, just you? the voices alone. No, dude, honestly, like your wife, my wife, they would absolutely see through that shit. Like they, they know what our voices are. He's a they would recognize actor, that they would recognize that. But he that's what I'm saying. Not, he's that's that what good. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is how little has she been paying attention over the years? That's. The, it, Whoa, I never even whoa. Mm-hmm. She's even she's not completely that. too she's she's not completely not at fault. Like so she's been out of love for a while. She's been out of love for a while. She even mentions at one point she cried herself to sleep. Which yeah. okay, fair enough, fair enough. But like right. how long has this been a problem, man? How long oh, have you man. like to the point where you can't like because if like I tried to prank call my wife right now, she'd be like, What the fuck are you doing? 
Literally. <laughs> it would have to be a soundboard because my wife it would, would have to be. I would have to use like my effects thing. Actor. I'm not Literally. either. I, well, I, I apparently either one, he's that good. Two, did, shit was completely off rails already for both of them, that marriage. Yeah. And she never, or th- and three, she never paid attention to him. Because if he can go do nine, six, seven, nine voices and then do Miss Doubtfire. That's what I'm saying. And Miss Doubtfire is hers distinct. Yeah, literally, she has her own uh, distinct. It's very, it's very muddled. Very, very muddled. <laughs> what part of England are you from? Then he, yeah, but then he calls as Mrs. Doubtfire, puts oh. the whole thing together, and like I love that he didn't have like like I love that he totally put the like the horse before the cart on this one or the cart before the horse, whatever the fucking saying is. Yeah, because he didn't even have the costume yet. He was like going basic. Like, what if Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack had been busy that day? <sighs> like, if I showed up at your house on a Sunday, it was like, man, I need you to make me a fucking costume i know you like are off today but i, need I know you to do your day job off. all day and, and i need you for free because i can't early. pay shit i can't pay for <laughs> shit so like could you help a brother out i feel like that's so like he kind of did that he jumped the gun a little bit but then uncle frank and Aunt jack are totally helping him and they go through that montage which is uh, I, oh, I, it's it's amazing a lot of a lot what was it uh barbara streisand barbara streisand yeah a little bit of barbara yes. streisand in there but like again like do they know that's what I. That's what I'm saying. Is like, do they know? Like, I what feel the like they for this would, because he comes back after the. After oh, but, that. but all he did is say, "I need another face." He doesn't say why. He just says he needs another face. Come on, what is the guy that's in his late thirties, early forties? What the fuck does he have to do with an old woman's face that's sixty-five years old? Okay. In a bodysuit. Okay. And that's what I'm saying, though. Like, you got the, all this going on. But, like, if Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack know about this shit, if they know right. that, like, this is, like, what he's doing, they are risking their entire life. They are, they've got, like, they're, like, so, like no kids. They've got their own business, like, that they run. Like, they're yep. risking a lot if they know that shit. So, like, that's what I want to know. Like, like, how far would you go for, like, your brother? I mean, like, my sister came to me and she was like, we need to do this shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Why are we doing that? And then, like, if I found out why, it's like, mm, like you don't love your sister, sir. We're gonna get you some therapy, buddy. We're gonna get you some therapy. You don't need no therapy. You need my kids. Well, okay, You're healthy or not? His kids are his therapy, aren't they? Literally, yes, yes. We're gonna go lighthearted here. God damn it. Yes. Well, all right, fine. I'll give you lighthearted on this particular moment. On it's this, like, yeah. If I if I told moment. you, dude, I really, my wife's taking my fucking kids. You are the greatest. Makeup artist in Hall in San Francisco, come on, man! Like I, I, I literally will not mention your name. That's probably what went down. What the way I'm doing it to you is like I will never. If anything goes down, I will not pull a Henry Hill on you. <laughs> like what assurance do you have with that? I'm your brother. I, I, I'm not gonna rat on my brother. <laughs> I mean, that's easy to say. That's easy to say when you're not I think sitting that's in that how chair. That conversation went. All right. So you think that they knew? He yes, and he convinced them. All right. He's an right. actor. He's a goddamn he damn He is good. an actor. He's a very good actor. And honestly, a little bit of a, yeah, so, he could be a salesman. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So Mrs. Doubtfire is born. And this fucking, this movie goes just insanely unhinged from here on. So I got to say, there's a side note. When I was researching this, like, I did find out that it, like, so apparently it did take about four hours to get Robin uh, into full Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. makeup. Yeah, I knew that. 
so what he would do is he would like just like in full makeup walk through the streets of San Francisco like completely as Mrs. Doubtfire. You're kidding. Not kidding at all. And guess what he did? This is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. What did he do? As Mrs. Doubtfire, he goes into a sex toy shop and buys a bunch of dildos. You're joking. I'm not joking at all. Could you imagine like working in San Francisco? This old lady comes and then one day you're just like, wait a minute. Wait, is that seen her? She looks imagine being the clerk at that fucking at that place. Imagine it hitting you like like she bought the monster dildo that nobody actually asks for. For. (laughs) Robin probably didn't. I can see him doing that. that. That's amazing. Actually, I did not know that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Now, it's all just. It's all just an idea and it's it's nothing it's nothing no no boundaries have been crossed just yet no. until the moment he actually walks literally into the house that he once shared with his wife the house that he was kicked out of in an alternate persona as an old english nanny Yes, it's it is. I mean, when you say it like that, <laughs> when you say it like when that. you say it like that, the way you just broke it down for me. Yes, it seems a bit and I, nothing but what he's doing. It's the fact that. You have got to be one a very good actor, vocal and performance to keep oh, yeah. fucking. I mean, because he falters. We will talk about that in a minute. He does falter yeah. and go and he, he misses his shit. And it's like, fuck, I fucked up. You got to keep your. Your T's, man. Your t- what? What do they call your dots and T's? Cross your T's and dot your eyes. That's what it is. I'm not American, so mind your P's and Q's. There you go. And uh, yeah. it, it's and, and I don't want to say it's creepy because of the genuine feeling of that. This is truly this man cannot live without his children. He's literally said, "I can't live without him." It's like taking my air. But like, still, this is a crime. <laughs> is I it mean, a crime though? It, is this this is definitely some kind of crime? No, like you're, you're involving three minors. Oh god damn it! Never mind. Yeah, there might, there's some kind of crime minors? with that. It's like child endangerment. Fine, child something. But what child endangerment? Let me stop myself here. What is well, what endangerment? I mean, like, well, okay, like it's a perceived endangerment. I mean, it's like literally, like, okay, like, yeah, you're it's saying, you, okay, but the father has been ordered by the court to have this many days, and he's saying, eh, fuck that i'm gonna that's do this, the crime but that's i'm gonna do crime. this like as an alternate persona and also like you mentioned faltering like that's a really good point like like think about like stage stage actors like they they right. practice for months they yeah. you know they go through all that they know their shit and even then sometimes they have to look at like line line there was no <laughs> there was nobody to do that to like could you like who's mrs doubtfire gonna line? Who, who's 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 gonna do that to Honestly, I I just I honestly believe that in the moment when he's with the kids and he's being Miss Doubtfire, mm-hmm. I still feel Daniel. Yes, it's Miss Doubtfire, and it looks like Miss Doubtfire and the 70, 65 year old woman. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the essence is still there of Daniel, and that's where it's not. I, I just he's not there to fucking do anything weird. <clears throat> On the outside, that's true. Like, we know that to be true, but, like, what would the court actually say about that? The court, look, if I'm the judge and I saw that, I'd be like, like, oh, no, no, no. 
It's just, it's like there's, I would actually, because I, I, I'd be more of a progressive judge, I would tell him this. There's nothing wrong with what you particularly did. It's the fact that you broke the rule of you cannot see your kids more than these specific hours. Well, that and like That's literally, like it would, it would also confuse the children. The, right, the whole right. Mrs. Doubtfire thing. Like this, this particular thing actually would be pretty fucking confusing. It would. Yeah. It would. I, I do love though. That they started like kind of having like the shoes on the other foot. Like he starts seeing life from like as he's walking around, he starts like getting like the female perspective a little bit. Like starts yeah. getting get, starts getting hit on like the bus driver. Evening, ma'am. Oh, I like Evening. that natural look on a woman. It's natural and healthy that you're hairy. It's like what the fuck, man? Drive the bus and get the fuck out of here. I love that Mediterranean look on women. That's what he said. The Mediterranean look. I fucking look. Hey, look, if someone being from that area, I am, sir, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's like, you you got a comment? I love the fact when the dude tried to steal his goddamn purse and the dude's like, literally broke my purse. (laughs) (laughs) Bastard. I love the way they bastard. (laughs) Because he went super English, like, broke my purse, you bastard. Okay, that's Scottish. (laughs) Totally did. Totally did. Now, one of the things, like, you talk about the essence of Daniel here. Now, one of the things that actually does infuriate me a little bit as you watch this movie is, like, and maybe it's, like, he feels that he's, like, only got this last chance because, like, you know, this is, like, just something he's been, you know, he's taking. He's not even supposed to have this chance. But, like, he starts to become a better parent than he did before. He learns how to parent, one, better. Because yeah. he's already a decent parent. Two, he realizes that there should be boundaries, and Miss Doubtfire makes him realize those boundaries right. of ah, maybe not do this thing. And and he learn he learns. It's it's a and I love that. A movie should the, the main character should learn from their mistakes. They should develop and yeah. But I mean, that. it's also a little bit infuriating that it's like he had to go to this particular length to do it. I mean, he had to right. become uh literally dr- like cross dress and infiltrate a family. Yeah. yeah. To like literally like like you could have been doing this the whole time. Like honestly, like she's making enough. You could have been a stay-at-home dad. You could have learned to cook. You did learn to cook. You know, I am not a crook. I am not a crook. I don't know. I just like it, it kind of pissed me off a little bit. I feel like like more and more, it's like, okay, as you get better, it's like I'm almost like, mm, why weren't you doing that before? People learn. From their mistakes, honestly. That's where look I look at, at it. I look think, at you. You are having so much trouble separating Daniel Hillard from from I am. I am. It's it's the progressiveness that runs through my fucking veins. It's like I just think this man just wants to see his fucking kids, man. I don't think That's, he's doing anything as unhinged it might maybe be on some levels and criminal. He just wants to see his kids. And if he has to fucking hide from his wife behind a 65-year-old woman, then, dude, I am all about it. If you did it, I'd keep my fucking mouth shut. (laughs) I, nah, fuck that shit, dude. That's creepy. You'd rat on me, you fucking Henry Hill. You Where's an ice pick? I need an ice pick. Where's an ice pick when you need (laughs) it? I need an ice pick. I thought he'd never shut the fuck up. Stop getting a Danish Second day as a woman, and I'm already having hot flashes. I fucking love it. love it. Honestly, though, like back, like the new guy keeps showing back up. Honestly, fuck that guy. Can't stand that son of a bitch. Which new guy? Stuart Dunn. Oh, fucking Stuart. I'm like, which new guy? Fucking Stuart. He's a bastard. Touch me again. Bastard. I'll drown you. You bastard. I do love that he took every, like, like the, the Daniel took every moment he could to fuck with him. Though, like, he oh, literally dude. throws a fucking lemon every at this motherfucker's moment. head. 
every I think everything that those two besides the end part where they're like, okay, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah whatever. But when they actually every time they're in a scene, Daniel's throwing fucking jokes. Yeah. Like sexual transmitted diseases jokes. <laughs> oh, dude, the, the the part at the end like in the din- at the dinner scene when he's talking about the power tool. It's it's fantastic. She has and, a power dude, tool know, in her bedroom. Yeah, he, he literally said, you buying her all this shit? You trying to get in, a, in her pants? Nobody just buys this shit. When he rips shit. the fucking emblem off the car. it's it, He does. And that that would probably cost him four grand just to fix, dude. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to fucking break this shit. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> I just, this is what I mean. The, the Miss Doubtfire still has, like, the Daniel comes out where he's like, I'll fucking drown you, you bastard. Like, touch you me bastard. again, I'll drown you. <laughs> when he I said, fucking love it. again, and I'll drown you, you bastard, I will fucking die, die. <laughs> I haven't seen it in like two years. So I'm like, oh, dude, this is hilarious. I forgot about that. Yeah. I love All very right. interactions. Now, when it really starts to get unhinged, this is for me, this is where it gets extra creepy. Oh, okay? God, where? The when, when the two older kids find out his secret. Yeah, and they're cool with it. At first, they're, they're cool like, oh, it, shit, but okay, but fuck? like, but like, do you did you notice how it went here? You got to look at this. Like, first of all, I don't think you consume enough true crime the way you're talking about this because, oh, like, I do all the time, sir. Motherfucker, recognize, dude. They made a don't tell mommy pact. They did. Yeah, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom because then I'll be just I'll be in jail. Do you want daddy? Oh to go yeah, to jail? yes, yeah. Don't tell mom. Or you, you will want never daddy see me to again? go to jail? You'll never see me again unless it's through plate glass. Plate glass. See me through the, literally through the fucking plate glass. So <laughs> I'm saying, dude. Anytime there's a don't tell mommy pact, that's a problem. It is, but it's in this situation. It was warranted. It's like if you was tell it, mom, I will not. Was it warranted? If you tell mom, I can't spend. I won't see you anymore for the four hours that that I try to see you every day. Gone. So, and definitely don't tell Liddy. Not Liddy. Uh, um, uh, Maddie. Maddie. Is it Maddie? Yeah, the little the girl one. from fucking. The one Matilda. Matilda. The, the Matilda that's the one. That's Ma- the one. Don't yeah. tell Matilda. Matilda don't has tell Matilda. magic in her fucking brain. She'll... Dude, I'm telling you, though, like, that's not okay. That's a big old red flag, dude. There's nothing okay with that. If you ever are in a situation where you got two kids and you're like, we got a secret, we're not going to tell mommy. Mmm. Oh no! Most of the time, yes. Most you of are the time. still not gonna go. I just like... really think I'm just look. Miss Doubtfire is one kids. of my favorite characters of all. Top ten. Miss Doubtfire is in that motherfucker, man. Seriously. Wow. All right. Yes, all right. absolutely. I just, I just look. I feel the man's care for his kids, and I, I admire that. As someone that doesn't have children. If I did, I'd probably be just like fucking Daniel, but like I party, jump around, let's go. But I, I try to be. I'd, I'd look. I'd still have that. Eh, my wife would kill me if I continue. <laughs> She'd beat my ass. Yeah, like there's a certain healthy level of respect there's, for yeah, that. Correct. The problem is though, like he knows he's wrong. He knows he's committing wrong. Like oh, yeah. uh, he knows he's committing crime. He literally says to the kids, like you know, about like through plate glass, and like at one point the pool scene is literally, like, what are you doing? This is beyond obsession. Literally. I do love though that like at the pool scene though he's like like literally starts trying to hit on like a lady at the pool. It's on me. It's on me. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like Daniel, did you forget that you were a sixty-five-year-old woman? Well, and that's the thing is like you start to get like like at a certain point you would probably get some kind of imposter syndrome here. Like okay, so like I I can't help but equate this to serial killers a little bit because they start to go like through like into a zone when they're in the middle of their stuff where they like go into a berserker mode. I feel like 
if he were murdering, like that's where he'd be here. Like he's starting to get to this like weird imposter syndrome. Like he's like, fuck it. I don't care. I know I'm sitting here dressed like a 65 year old lady. I'm going to hit on this hot chick at the fucking pool. That's unhinged as fuck. He's are losing his telling? mind. Wait, are you telling? Yes, because he's losing his children. When you add the kids in, he won't be crazy anymore. But do you honestly think he's giving serial killer vibes, dude? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Hardy, hardy. <laughs> so like I said, he knows he's wrong. It all culminates, though, with the dinner scene. The dinner scene has got to be just the... That is... That's movie. how you write a third act, sir. That is exactly how you write a third act. Like this is like <laughs> yes. it's it's it's, it's not the, honestly, I feel like the nineties did a really good job with third act writing. Early two thousands as well. They did. And, yeah. and mid mid to late eighties too. Don't get it twisted. They had hundred percent third acts have faltered a lot <clears throat> here in the last couple of years. I would agree years. with that. I would agree yeah, with man. that. But mm-hmm. like, so like the whole time, pay them, and they'll write better acts. <laughs> pay them, fucking. We stand with SAG. Pay them. We stand with SAG. Fucking. We fuck do. the Corporations. Um, Continue. And we're not getting fucking paid for this, so like we're it not. doesn't matter. So we like just, we're plus it's we're not a struck fucking. I'm not part of a union, so I just literally. A, yeah, but go SAG. Um, go SAG. Anyway, so. The dinner scene is spectacular. Like, there's this whole, like, because, like, you got this whole underlying plot where he, like, met the boss. Like, he accidentally, it's it's like if he had just been doing this shit from the get go. Yes. He would have started to move up already because he got a pitch meeting for this idea with, like, his, his new boss. But the new boss is a fucking scumbag alcoholic and they schedule it for the same day as the big birthday dinner. Honestly, though, could he have not just said, as Mrs. Doubtfire? I can't fucking make it to this, and I'm sticking to that. Honestly, that's you took the words right out of my mouth, man. That's literally what I was going to say. There would never have even been a third act. As fucking incredible as it is. Yeah. You could have literally ended it with no, and the answer is no. Legitimately, because she's asking her in the middle of the week. She's like, Mrs. Doubtfire, please. It's this Friday. It's at 6. We need you to be there. But like, It's, it's like You're saying Matilda that, but... It is Matilda, but like it's like it's a little short notice, like because it feels like it's in the middle of the week. It felt like a Tuesday that they're talking about this, and it's like I feel like it's like I've got like I might have plans already for next Friday, and it's not even in next week. So it's like you can't just come at me on a Tuesday and be like, "We need you here," and just be like, "Okay, let me drop everything in my life." Like I've got a life. I've got Literally. a life. Mrs. Doubtfire I, has a life. Okay, she does. She even said, "I was like, dude, I'm the one pulling the balls at the ball at the at the um bingo night." Rectory, Sorry, yeah, bingo right, night. Yeah. Whatever, so it's yeah. like, bitch, I can't. Con- All she had to do is tell her no, 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 no. The answer is no. Tell her yes and don't fucking come. Go straight to Bridges and fucking meet your boss. But that's the problem with Daniel Hillard is he can't actually say no. So he tries to do this children wacky, but it's but like he he can't get it like with his boss either. He knows how big of an opportunity it is. So it's like I can't skip this. I know what I'll do. I can make both work, which is fucking insane. That's dude. the part where he changes up and down, going back and forth between the tables. I mean, if you haven't seen it, friend. First of all, what the hell are you doing? Just right. It's been, everything. it's been, yeah. I mean, it's been literally like 20 years at this point. Literally 30 Actually, years. Longer. Actually, 30, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. God damn, so, time is a bitch. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the boss no, I, I just, is old great. school as fuck and is a drinker. Oh, yeah. Give him Remember two that? scotch. 
let him catch up. He's like, he that, literally let him catch up. He's like, what? <laughs> but you can't say no because like you're there. You're you're in this. And yes. I remember it was funny. My wife was watching it with me. She's like, oh, I forgot about the booze. I forgot about the booze. And that oh, ends yeah. a whole separate level too. Because like, okay, I've got to maintain two separate dinner dates right now. Yes. And I'm about to be fucking blitzed out of my out of my ass. He's absolutely because he's drinking them nice and woody. He's drinking wine. Because yeah, he's also drinking the wine. He's drinking wine and scotch. Ugh. Sir, we haven't drank in a while. But we know Dude. what happens when you mix wine, beer, liquor. Uh, and this old guy is probably getting, he's like, uh, he's like the president of the fucking studio. So he's getting the expensive hardcore scotch. Like he's getting the good shit. He's so, getting the good, good shit. Yeah, you're in a nice restaurant. You're getting the good shit on both ends, but oh, like yeah. you can't mix that shit. And he just goes through this weird back and forth of like, like, and I'm just like, as I'm watching, I'm like, my anxiety's flaring. Fuck. Look at this shit. Like, why is this happening? And then he fucking finally sits down as Mrs. Doubtfire because he got so drunk. Yeah, he gets so drunk between going back and forth. You he forget what's the for, table. Yeah, yeah, you forget. Well, that you forget what suits her. And so he sits down in full Mrs. Doubtfire gear. With his boss. In front of the boss. Yeah. And the boss is like, why the hell are you dressed like a woman? Why are you dressed like a woman? Like, dude, honestly. Like, this is like old fucking dinosaur motherfucker. Dude, no joke. When when he says, who are you? And he's like, and he looks down and sees his shit. And he's like, why are you dressed like a woman? And he, you can tell that Robin Williams is incredible. He actually yeah. made me believe like, oh, fuck, I fucked up badly yeah. yeah how do i get out of this and he's so good and witty he he's it's it's, it's that quick it's that quick he came up with a show in half a second literally was like, like I am the new host of your new show it's the new host meet mrs doubtfire and it's like because you can see like mean like you see him trying to do it and then it clicks it literally it, he looks down for a second just it's it's literally like yeah. two seconds of, of screen time where you could just see him yeah. like oh no yeah. Here's your new host of the new show. I'm a hip old granny who can hip hop, bebop, and bounce to the drop. Literally. And I, I, and the dude's like, all right, tell me more. Two more scotches. <laughs> also, I love that, like, because, like, he, and, and at one point he went in and put a bunch of pepper on the guy's uh, plate because fuck that guy. Fuck Stu. Stu. Fuck Stu. Yeah. Actually, Stu also ordered a jambalaya. Isn't that a kind of type of stew? That's funny. Stu that's funny. I didn't realize that. Stu I just realized Stu. that too. You son yeah. of a bitch. That's fantastic. Oh my <laughs> so, God. So I love that. Like, cause like, if you notice, like this whole thing happens, like he pitches this and the guy's like into it. And then all of a sudden he, because he fucking food bombs stew with pepper. Cause I'm, I'm allergic to pepper. What kind of fucking English ass bitch is allergic to pepper. That is the Damn. most fucking white bread, non-spice eating shit I've ever. I'm allergic to pepper. He didn't Fuck just, you. Literally. Fuck and not you. only is he, he's not only allergic to pepper, the son of a bitch just gave him cayenne pepper. <laughs> so the spicy like shit. The intense pepper. He's like, I'm getting this. And he like, I can see him smacking this shit. Just, dude, and just, this, that shit. This spice comes out of it. I'm like, dude, you're gonna, I'm gonna kill Fuck the bastard. Stew. <laughs> he, I love how he turns around and says, I'm gonna kill the bastard. I fucking love it. But then he just like runs across the restaurant when he sees my God, I killed the bastard. And like literally like full speed as a 65 year old woman jumping and over hurdles like, and shit. I fucking loved it. Everyone's like, what? Cause like, cause like earlier in the movie, it's like, Oh, I'm an expert at Heimlich maneuver. So it's like, you got to put up a shut up. You're supposed to be the expert of this shit. Literally. <laughs> uh, 
Amazing. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the mom finds out, the children find out, the daughter finds out. Honestly, honestly, like I didn't even mention it up to this point, but like the idea because the two older kids knew the whole time. So they're sitting at dinner watching this shit unfold, knowing that's their father. Like you're going to need therapy, but what a good night. What a God! Like I literally I would if if this was me and I had this, I would tell this story to my wife once a week every, every like, day i gotta tell you the story again i gotta I'm tell you the again. story one more time i gotta tell you again like i heard it for 10th time Care. 1993 bridges restaurant let me tell you picture <laughs> it 1993 <laughs> bridges that's good that's good that's I good love, love sophia so um but that's when the mask comes off now could you imagine being Miranda and watching your new boyfriend get Heimlich by your fucking nanny only for the nanny to stand up to see this mask hanging half off to reveal your ex-husband that you have kicked out of your house and to find that this motherfucker has infiltrated your family for the last two fucking months. What the fuck? Imagine. And I love her reaction. Oh. Daniel? The, the oh my time, god the whole time oh she was mad dude sally like that's that Fields mom mad i believed it oh i'm mad she got the mom mad yeah, sally dude. pulled out the mom mad okay the forest got mom mad like the mad mad mom now hold on hold on you you know my mom you know my mom for years oh yeah tell me you couldn't see that delivered with the same energy with her for oh, her her 100 when when we fucked up growing up which was goddamn it all to motherfucking hell and back. That's the kind of dramatic shit. That's why I'm so dramatic. If I literally wondering. love that, and that's great. Now tell me you can't see Sally Field. The same energy. It's the same. It's the same vibe. Absolutely, without it's a doubt. Mom and anger. I think. I think your mother would add a smack in there somewhere. <laughs> she definitely. The, yeah. She wouldn't oh, just yeah. be like, "I gotta go." No, no, I gotta smack you before I go. Hundred percent. That's what Hundred percent. Now. This is where it gets a little like it's like okay so like basically like after that the jig is up you know like shit's going like you're getting you're going but he didn't go to jail which did bother me a little bit he, he did didn't not go, go to, to jail. jail he didn't he just lost all custody of kids and but then like seen. not far after that the mom was like you know I have to admit it was better when Mrs Doubtfire was here also I love that like there was no reference of Stu being around after that Stu was like. Fuck this family. The I trim never is not worth it. Like he was like Miranda's pussy is not worth it. I never realized that he just completely disappears the last ten minutes. And now people will be like, "Is the end of the movie? Just didn't show up anymore." No, no he, he bounced on a shrimp with cayenne fucking pepper on it from the dude that you've been b- trying to poke his wife. He, and he you found out you like yeah, like maneuver. Like you were the other guy in a Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh God! I'd be no. That's too much I, for me, you man. Know what Miranda? I'm sorry. Pussy might be gold, but it ain't worth. I'm it. I'm Stuart Dunmire, and I don't have to put up with this. Literally, my last name is Dunmire. I'll find him. Dunmire. That's me. right. That's right. <laughs> but like, that's like it, it kind of bothers me because at the end, like, he doesn't really actually face any real consequences. No, like, because she literally she comes to that conclusion of like, well, it was better. I'm gonna just forget what the court says. But then he also gets his own show where they're talking about Hollywood and all this different shit. So it's like oh, yeah. he actually he didn't and, and not only did he fucking like get no consequences, he actually really benefited from the whole situation. 
Oh, he absolutely did. He I think it was an every, accidental beneficial thing. I mean, accidentally, yeah, but he got everything he wanted. Yep. He got more the, like career success than he could have possibly asked for. It's a little fucked up, is it not? Do you think you? I don't. You, I was going to say, like, do you think it's fucked up that the dude that learned his lesson with did he learn his whatever lesson? he? Yeah, yeah. Yes, did I do he? think so. I believe so. He just he accidentally got a two show. Two months. Up. He spent two months. I thought it was six dude. days. No, it was two months. It was two months like that Mrs. Doubtfire was in the picture. Spent two, two months, months as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, two months with this charade. Fucking two months of that. And then all of a sudden, like after you come out of it, you still get to see your kids, which is what you wanted the whole time. But now you've got this massive successful show and you're going to Hollywood and you're going to be rich and famous. You didn't learn shit. How could he have learned anything? He you're faced right, no right. consequences. He didn't it work. It completely worked. Where it, it, wait, maybe he might have faced consequences. Let's what look consequences? at it this way. Okay. Yes, Miranda did go to the courts and nullified mm -hmm. everything that she had before we mm -hmm. lost all custody. Gave him 50-50, and every yep. day you see your kids. And then yeah. Saturday, Sunday, you can have them every other week. Cool. Yeah. That's what yeah. he got. I think because of the whole aspect with Miss Doubtfire, all mm -hmm. the situations that happened, and be it that it was bad, she probably realized, huh, he's really like, he is good with the kids. Yeah, I know that was Miss Doubtfire, but it was Daniel. But it, okay, Daniel. okay. So you're you're going to just like, you are determined to take this I show from determined. start to not finish planned. as the sunny motherfucking asshole. Not planned, sir. I swear to God, this was not planned. You I fucking... Just, Look on the I like a good father. Why do you think I like father. your dad? I like oh, my a dad good is father. awesome. My dad is <laughs> so, awesome. Dad, I love you. Yes. So I uh, so I'm I just I like a good dad. I like someone that 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 steps up and does their shit and handles their business as weird and unhinged as it is. All right, all right. So uh, we're talking about this was like an unconventional you're, you're looking at okay, this was unconventional for sure, but like the ends justified the means. Nobody really got hurt except for Stu. Nobody got hurt except and nobody, Stu. And fuck nobody em. gives a fuck about Stu. Fuck Stu. Boom. Fuck him. All right. So, All right. Fair. Fair. Lesson learned. He got his kids. Got a multi-million dollar probably show contract. So there you go. Well, you know, it's funny. Actually, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, hold on, hold on, mm. hold on, hold on. You just, you kind of just pluck, pluck, you pluck something out there. Now. Habits. You're talking about like, okay, a multi-million dollar deal. You're talking about Hollywood, talking about like getting rich. You got it. You're making it, right? Yep. They're in the middle of a divorce. The divorce was not finalized. The divorce is not finished that quick. All of a sudden, he's got a lot more assets. It actually is in her best interest to play ball. Is like Miranda is of geniuses. Miranda is a true 90s boss bitch. That is Dude. the boss bitch that that walked so boss bitches today can run. That is crazy. I just realized that. So you know what? He did face some consequences, I bet. Miranda Hillard is the most badass, unintentionally uh, incredible 90s mom that just literally – and that's why I – you know what? Mm -hmm. That's probably why she did it. She yeah. thought about this shit and was like, wait, this motherfucker on TV? Are you called? Where's that lawyer at? Where's Come, that, give me that lawyer? lawyer's number? Yeah, dude, you know what? I love it. That's that is a new fan theory we're going with. That I is never an official weird why unhinged movies theory. Literally, I never realized that, dude. You I actually kind of I, I did not even mean to go that direction, but when she sees him on TV and smiles, she ain't yeah. smiling because she's smiling because cha ching Dara signs. That's what she's Hell got. Cha ching. Cha ching. That's All what right, she now, saw. 
before we get out of here, before we close out, because usually this is about where we close out, have some final thoughts here. But I feel like I feel like given the current like political climate, current social climate of things, it is important to at least like touch on something regarding this movie. Now, it's one of those things where you can't really have it both ways. Now, I have talked about like the, you know, the the disclosure concept through movies for, as far as like aliens go, things like that. Now, right. is it also possible? It's much less intentional. But is it also possible that movies like Mrs. Doubtfire actually contribute to anti-trans thought patterns? Oh, man. That is a good question. Um, well, I truly don't think that they're like movies. Are they intended to go in that direction? Right. I, don't think they want the movies go that direction. Um, is there a way that someone might take it in a way where it's well, like, think about look it. at this? Think about it. Think about it. one of the like one of the most common like anti-trans dog whistle things right. is to, to the idea of like a person dressing as the opposite sex to gain access to a bathroom. That's like this common boogeyman scenario that's right. like usually peddled by the right. right. Now is it possible that the idea of that did come from movies like this? Because this isn't the first, wasn't the last, and it won't be like the the common ones won't be like modern ones won't be the last either. Like it goes back at least as far as the sixties, probably further back. Like with uh, the Marilyn Monroe movie, I forget what the sixties movie, uh, Some yeah. Like It Hot, where they had to basically they infil they dressed as as uh, ladies to infiltrate to get away from these gangsters. Mrs. Doubtfire, mm -hmm. he's he's dressing as a woman to infiltrate his family. Joanna Man, you brought that one up. He's dressing infiltrate like a woman to infiltrate basket. He, uh, yeah. What was a big mama's house? Same thing. Had to infiltrate a crime situation. So, like, is it possible this idea has been a little accidentally ingrained through that? In the in the bigot's mind, in the mind Honestly, of the bigot. I, I, in the bigot's mind, I probably in their fucking mind. I, man, I never thought, I really fucking hope not. Well, I mean, it's like it's it's something to consider because I mean, like it's if 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 that's true, that's at least a place to there's there there can be some work done because it's like okay, like the, you I get what, okay, I get what you have this idea, but like that's not how it this, is. <laughs> here's why this idea is not real. This doesn't Correct. actually happen exactly. in real life. Now, I'm not sure if that's not if that's I, I can't completely stand by that. If anybody knows of any stories of people that have like. And don't be coming at me with your fucking bullshit. If you're if you're on the on the right <laughs> persuasion, don't be sending me bullshit. I'm talking about like if if there's a real legitimate a legitimate story of like somebody like who cross dressed or whatever to infiltrate somewhere. I'd like to see, but I don't think that's like a thing. It's not. It's not because it 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 goes outside on, of cinema. Like you let it right. On cinema is more like a job or something that that's a, a like like is doubtfire. He wants to see his kids. There's something. Yeah, it's an art. No, right. It's an argument. No one is going to fucking do that in real life. This is you have to understand this is more on an emotional level. Yeah. And no one's going to play with their emotions. Well, so. I mean, that's true. I don't know. So on a personal I don't know. level. I don't know. Final thoughts on it. What do you think? Regarding the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is incredible. If, again, I'll say it again. If you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing? Um, it is it is great. 
It is it is a feel I feel like if movie. you haven't seen it like at this point in 2023, yeah. like I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you're probably churning butter and you're not actually even hearing or or tuned in right now. I'm telling you, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a very good movie. It's probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. Robin Williams is spectacular. Everyone's in it. Even Stu Dunmire. Brosnan does a great job. Oh, they Brosnan, all Brosnan, everybody does a great job, even the kids. And it's, and it's directed by Chris Columbus. I fucking love Chris Columbus, the good dude. Chris Columbus. The good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, though, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. Old Chris Columbus. Uh, yeah, not the also. You know what? You know what? I since I'm not going to actually have a chance to. I was working on before summer was over. I was trying to do a uh, Bermuda Triangle episode. Before we get out of here, I'm gonna actually like since we're talking about Chris Columbus all of a sudden, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a little bit of knowledge I found because I feel like I have to share it in some way. Do it. But like, do it. I found out when I was researching the Bermuda Triangle, and that and yeah, and yes, when I was researching the Bermuda Triangle, it went as far back as Christopher Columbus days because it literally like he was one of the first that may have actually had an encounter with it. That's how far back the research goes when I do shit like that, which is why I have a tr- uh, hard time getting some of the deep dive episodes out. But I found out this son of a bitch, okay, like the most dick boss you've ever had. This motherfucker. So the guy, I can't remember his name, but he's in like the crow's nest, and he's the one that sees land. Columbus himself tried to take credit for that. Oh, of course, it's Chris Columbus. It's like Michael Scott. Oh, Christopher, let me fucking stop yeah. calling him Christopher. It's, it's, it's like Michael Scott if he was Christopher Columbus. Like, that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing <laughs> Michael Scott as Christopher Columbus. Like, what an asshole. What? Of course. I mean, dude, I, we could go deeper into Christopher Columbus being a scumbag piece of shit, but... You know what? Maybe we'll do that in October. Maybe we'll. That maybe would we'll be do, fantastic. Maybe I we'll would do love to dive. come on and talk shit about Christopher Columbus because he's a scumbag piece of shit. You know what? We're we're not 100%. officially committing to it, but we're, it's an idea we're floating right now. Yes, <laughs> I fucking love it. Ghost, tell everybody what you're about, where they can find you, and when when just every everything. Give it to them. If you guys enjoy political content, I'm more. I know that this is more of a weird, wide, more true crime, aliens, just supernatural shit. If you like. More progressive politics, check me out. It's at the ghost. That's D A ghost underscore official on all platforms. Hell yeah, check them out. And uh, I would say some politics has accidentally seeped in here. I think everybody knows where I stand politically. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, if you like what you're hearing, uh, you know, give us a five star review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to Do go, it. you know, subscribe. Make sure to leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking. If you want to touch base, you want to be a little bit more, you know, you want to be a little bit more uh, incognito about it. You shoot me an email. Just say hi. Tell me I'm an Do asshole. It. Whatever the fuck you think. Give me a weird story. Give me some fucking fake bullshit. Email the show. Weirdwidepodcast gmail.com. And don't forget to go on to the official home of the Weirdoverse, www.weirdwide.com. You can see every, or you can listen to every episode that's been released. Sign up for the newsletter, get episodes sent directly to you for free. It's a fucking deal. I freaking love it. Free. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Am I forgetting anything else? Instagram and TikTok. Check us out. You know, check check me out on there. I'm on there as Dudas Weirdo. Uh, you know, I'm posting all kinds of fun stuff on there. I'm not posting a lot right now. I'll be honest. You know, it's been a weird week. I, honestly, I feel like everybody. In the week that we're recording here, everybody has had a really fucking rough week. I know so many people that have had weird shit happen to them. I got a gout yeah. flare. My fucking foot hurts. Fucking Crohn's flare. My stomach hurts. I know somebody whose whose sister got stung by a bee in the face, like fucking oh. election. So, uh, so yeah. shout out to Rachel because I know that uh, you're you're on the men. But anyway, <laughs> join us next week for more strangeness. Uh, we'll have more guests down the line. Uh, the ghost is always a frequent flyer. Hopefully, we'll get him back sooner than last time. Uh, but uh, until then, keep it weird. Thank <laughs> you.